You were just listening to Dutch Melrose, but this is Couch Guy Hollywood here with the latest and greatest movie news in Hollywood. It's Coop. I'm back with Nick. Ben's not here in person, but he will be here in a a, ver- a version of Ben will be back here in sometime in this episode. Later on at the end. He's on his way to Boston right now. He's good. already there, actually. I yeah. think he's there, yeah. yeah. What time? It's pretty, yeah. How I'm, you doing, Nick? I'm good. It's been a couple weeks. It has been. Uh, it's been we've a couple been, uh, busy weeks. <sighs> yeah, we've been busy doing stuff for my film, you and I included. Yeah. Ben, ben included, too, but... Well, yeah. he's not here, so it's fine. He's not here. It was he's it was here. me and you. It, it was, was me and you. Yeah. It was, it was d- director actor. Mm-hmm. We were just in each other's faces, you know. Yeah. Having Making, constructive what? conversation. Of and course. We were working together. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our experiences. All right. This is our first time working together. Yeah. Well, For actually, well, and a segment of Nick's rant like, is coming up on the podcast. Maybe not. What? Yeah, they're probably maybe. Yeah. yeah. They're, well, they're, let's talk about yeah. the positives of what we did. Yeah, let's talk about uh, positives first. Um, so you did this project. I've been excited to talk about this on the podcast yeah. with you. Uh, it's a personal project to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the title is Melancholy, and Correct. it follows uh, a. Do you want to do this? No, I, you do it. No, it, I fo- like you. No, it you basically it. follows um, this student who's uh, having a big transition in his life. Uh, he's moving across the country, and uh, his father dies unexpectedly in his life, and hmm. and um, he so he's kind of faced with what do I do next? What's because he's lost so much, and can he move forward? So that's. That's basic, basic the, of the plot. Uh, I I play the guy. Yeah, Cooper. I did. play the guy. Cooper played me. Well, uh, it's you play uh, Ryan actually. You I, play, I play you. You play Ryan. You don't play me. I play Ryan. Correct, I play yes. a guy named Ryan. Yeah. Uh, but it's a personal story to you. Uh, you want to open up about that? Uh, talk about that. Yeah, I mean, um, it's something that I've been working on for a while. Something that I've always wanted to do. Um, and I just I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know when to do it. Really, I was kind of waiting. Till there was like a good time to do it, uh, or like a good project where it would be worth it to put the money in, um, and like you'd get a good quality thing out of it. Um, and so, finally, you know, Intermediates came around, which is the film that we're shooting, the one that you're in, this film. Yeah. Um, and I was actually I was struggling for a while trying to figure out what I wanted to write, and I was you know I worked on I I wrote an entire script, and then completely scrapped it. Uh, and then started another script, wrote about half of it, and then was like, no, I don't want to do that. And then I continued to write the Melancholy scripts. Um, then at the time, it didn't have a name. Uh, the name came later on. But uh, So then I wrote that. Um, it, it came really easy to me. I wrote it really, you know, very, like, the first draft, I should say, was done very fast. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I've been working on it for a long time, so... Yeah, you did, like, eight drafts. Yeah, honestly, I think there's more. I stopped counting at one point. I just started putting random numbers, trying yeah. to guess what it was. Um, but I'm definitely, yeah, it, it's up there for sure. Um, but no, I mean, uh, we'll get into some more specifics of what happened on set. Um, nothing, what? nothing. I, I don't. Nothing bad, and like, I mean, I can't say nothing bad, but nothing. 
I don't know how to word this. Everything that was ex- is expected to go bad, all right. You know, yeah. Basically, yeah. The get ready for this happens. Basically, everything that I've already had conversations about and talked about before in the podcast, is it, just, it all happens. It all happens. It just happens. Mm-hmm. It's, right. It's like prepare for the worst. Uh-huh. What? Um. What's it like? I think. Sorry to cut you off. I think my problem. I shouldn't say my problem. What really kind of bothered me about this whole situation before I get into anything is that, like, no one else. In my crew, not to like call people out, I'm totally gonna drop some some name, not name, so I'm gonna drop positions, but I'm not, I don't mean anything rude. I'm just talking about it's, it makes sense for the person. But the producer and the assistant director, when things were happening, and I was like, you know, guys, we need to make sure that we have plan B's for everything, not necessarily actors, we'll get into that, but plan B as in what are we gonna do if this happens, if that, what's the solution? Well, my producer was always like, oh, don't worry, we'll make it work, it's going to happen, and just didn't want to think of anything, was like, it's going to work, don't worry, it's fine, yada, 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 making me, just trying to make, which is, he's doing his job, he's supposed to do that, but at the same time, I'm like, I understand you're doing this, but we need to realize the reality of the situation, and that things can happen, we need to be prepared, and then, I mean, the same with my AD, this, the assistant director, the same as the producer, um, so that was difficult because then when things started to happen, I was like, I literally talked about this. I was like, there's a reason why I was trying to do this in the first place. And now everyone's trying to run around and I'm like, I'm kind of chilling because I know I was already preparing for anything like this to happen. Yeah. And that's kind of, I don't know. I mean, the first day, sorry, I keep jumping. I, I don't want to, I'll, I'll go back. For sure, it was before good. before you do it. get to it, I, right. I do want to talk about your process and writing it and mm. what writing a... Uh, you know, a very personal story to you. Uh, like how how what that process was like yeah. for you, and is like for you once you. I guess we can go into shooting it. What uh-huh. that's like for you for what we shot. Well, I mean, for me, for this film especially, every single part of it, I can obviously picture because it it's all stuff that has happened. So, like, if I I can read that script and I can a hundred percent see exactly what's going on the entire time, which I guess helps me because I can see in a sense how the story is going to play out in the end. Um, uh, I totally lost my. Train Do you run any? Into, I mean, I I can see the picture too because yeah. we had we you told me all about this story like mm-hmm. over a year ago. So right, when right. I was reading the script, I was like, oh shit, this sounds this is good. Right. I was like, I was interested. I you mm. I was like. When are we gonna audition? Mm-hmm. Like I, I wanted to jump on that. I was like, this could stretch a li- This could stretch me a little. I yeah. know what it is. Right, I don't know it, but you know, like you, you mm-hmm. I knew it, and I could tell. I was like, this is very specific. Yeah. So that's cool, and that's interesting, especially as an actor. And mm-hmm. I've never done like a, you know, not like a biopic, but you know, like a, 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 you know, it's mm-hmm. a, it's, it's true events. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that it was, it was really interesting to look at you know each page and break down a scene because mm. I, I i did i you know i was doing a breakdown before yeah and I, you know preparing it was just i was like i was really nervous i remember when i asked for 60 seconds in the uh in the, mm. in the uh, green room yeah after 60 seconds i closed the door i sat down and i prayed <laughs> i was like lord i said i'm very nervous for this yeah because the first scene is very Right, yeah, we it's really, a very, gets like, really thrown into it yeah you know emotionally draining scene like that whole night yeah. was and yeah. uh it was ten. It was eleven p.m. and 
We were like, we got on. It was really fun. It, mm. Like, we got on. We're, we're blocking like ten minutes. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, and, no. I honestly, it's I, we got thrown into it so fast. And I, I was yeah. even, like thrown. I was like, ah. It was like it was good. It was like right. this no, is yeah, this yeah. is how it goes. And I, yeah. But uh, you know, I hadn't been on set in a while, and so it was, it was just like, oh, and, and I'm about to do this. So I was like, I was like so nervous. I was like. Ugh. Please don't let me screw this mm. up for Nick. I was like literally so scared. <laughs> and I came out and I was honestly, I kept getting frustrated with my takes. It really yeah. like, because the first, you know, the th- scene that we did is just me. Right. So, it's, but it's like, it's like, bounce off. yeah, but it's like when everybody's walking around talking, I'm like, right. You know, like, I'm like, to... I'm like, here we go. And then, and then, and then it says action. And I'm like, bah. Right, that's kind of like there's this frustration. I don't know. It's you, tough to bring out emotion. In my opinion, it's that's a that's one of my flaws. right. And so, like one of the things I was trying to do, and it, it didn't work just because I kept getting looks. But every time that camera would say they were set, and everyone would said they were set, I tried to give it like an extra like five to ten seconds of nothing, because I was like. I want you to be able to yeah, try to, yeah. like, take a second before I just call action and throw you right into it. Yeah. And, like, a second of quiet where no one is talking. I mean, that's the problem is that no one... Everyone understands that what's going on, but at the same time, people aren't, like, aware they need to realize that, like... You know what I mean? Like, there are certain, like... I don't know. Like, that. it kind of bothered me, but, like, nothing was being said, and I was kind of, like... At one point, everything kind of, I think, was good for a minute, but there was a second for sure where everyone had a lot of energy for some reason, and it was just loud. And I don't, and so that was like kind of frustrating because I'm like, I'm trying to talk, I'm trying to talk to these, I'm trying to talk to you and um, Margo, uh, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just, you know, trying to do all this stuff, and at the same time, I'm having people screaming behind me and like talking, not screaming, but just like, you know, doing their own thing, and I'm kind of like, all right, guys. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, it's I'm crazy. Like, it's a night everyone's shoot. Everyone's job. doing their own thing, and cool. I'm like, everyone just needs to like be like. So like, there is a there was just a time where it was kind of like frustrating, but I was I was really happy with night with the day one. Um, that was the night where uh, we did all the like we did. I mean, bedroom. very emotional, draining scenes, and that was I was very worried because I was like. I was like, I know these scenes are draining, but I'm, I'm like, I don't want to give them to him and have him do them at the end of the night because if I have him do it as like the last stuff we yeah. do, I was like, you're gonna be fucking drained. Was it like so, watching the first take? Yeah, or watching those, watching each take, you know, from the monitor. It was kind of, it was kind of weird. I mean, for especially for me because I'm like kind of reliving in a sense. I mean, I, I definitely some of these scenes aren't exactly what happened. I've definitely made it more uh, theatrical in a way. Um, but a lot of it's all very similar. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's you say cut, and then like, Cooper comes see me. I was like, I knew it. I fucked it up. Again. No, no, no. no <laughs> and then no. and they're like, all right, good. Here's yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And we'll go. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is because you were, I, I, I really didn't. That's my. I felt bad because I'm like, I don't have any notes because I'm enjoying what I'm getting. Okay, like I was good. enjoying everything that you were giving me, and I was like. I don't have much tweaks other than like take a couple beats, like you know, beat like beat out your words a little more don't like say them so fast that was like really only critiques i had for that because i i really enjoyed it it was a yeah. good um, and a good move on sarah too yeah no yeah, so yeah once she came yeah. on it was like oh there like we were just talking you know waiting right. what it's set in camera and then yeah. your action and then more just came out and i was like what 
Yeah. The heck? It's like if somebody's there, it just feels uh-huh. a little better. Feel you know, feeding off. You right. Know? Well, that's also so kind of why the pick just for the character. That's kind of why I wanted to have you do scene eight before we did scene ten. Scene yeah. eight was the one by yourself. Was also because I know you probably wouldn't have wanted to do it by yourself, but it was warming you up for being able to do it with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you weren't able yeah, to get it, it fully. Yeah, it did. But it warmed you up into the character, the mood you need to be in. You're literally, it's like the same as ten. You know what I mean? You're sad you're down like it's not a good happy scene both of them so like i was using eight to get you in the headspace to then go to 10 where you have someone to work off and it works really well it, it, i really enjoyed it um i'm also really happy with the shots that we have yeah that's what i want to um, did anything change on the set or did anything yeah change so for you or what one of you... the main things that changed was that the first scene which is technically scene 10 the way I, I wanted to do it, we changed it a little bit. We, like, have a pan of some things in the room, and then it lands on your face. And then uh, that's where I was going to stop it. But then I was talking to my DP, and I was like, you know, I kind of like the idea of landing on his face, because that's where scene one ends. And then scene ten is a slow pullout to reveal Sarah on the bed with you. or Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The character. Yeah. And so... And I don't know exactly how much I'm going to... I don't know if I'm going to pull back first and then cut to... Because um, there's... Before you start talking, there's a little bit of time where you where we pull back. So I don't know if I'm going to use that before I cut to the next scene. But I really fuck... I really like that. I'm like... Some of the shots that we had are so nice and they look so nice. And um, there's... I don't know. There's I, I've just started looking at some footage because uh, I have it right now. Not all of it. But, awesome. Um, um, another question I wanted to ask was... Sometimes we'd be kind of cut for time, and you know, the AD would be like, let's, yeah. let's go, let's go, let's go. You have two minutes to do the shot, or we'd be setting up a shot, and then it'd take a while to set up, and right. we're still sitting, what are, what are we all waiting around doing? What, um, how did that affect you, or how, how, what, what would your recommendation be, or how, how did you make that all work, or stay in the flow, or, uh, maybe not lose lose something yeah. if it was cut for time. Well, or... my thing is that I, I always am like, I always try to be on top of time and stuff. Even though I know the AD is supposed to be, I like to know what time it is and how much time I have. That way I can keep, like, know how much time I have. Okay, yeah. I can do two more, I can do two more takes or, okay, I have time for, like, one more take. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think that it doesn't bother me as much as it should. Like, some people, when in those type of moments, they get very pressured and, like, they don't know what to do. Um, and I recently, especially, I feel like the more that I've worked, I feel like the less stressed out I get. Obviously, I'm going to be stressed out the entire time, but, like, I'm not worried because I'm, like, I know that everyone is doing what they're supposed to do. We're all just trying to set up. I know how long it takes to do some things sometimes, and I'm, like, you know, I know we got stuff. I There are times where I've had to cut stuff, um, like, the third day, technically the second day. Um, we had to cut, uh, like, two or three shots from the scene we did outside. Yeah. But that was because we were fighting the sun. We were, uh, Daniela, yeah. or, or my, I keep name dropping, I'm so sorry. My my DP uh, got there late, which I'm not, it's fine. Uh, but she got there, like, an hour and a half late, so we didn't get to start shooting till a little bit later. Which sucks, because then we only had time to get, like, three shots done, or... Three, yeah, three different. We had like probably six takes mm-hmm. uh, before the sun was getting down, um, and so we had to rush around and try to do that. But I kind of, I, I ended up liking um, what we did, and I ended up being like, I actually don't think I would have used the close-ups anyways. 
uh, because the stuff that we got was close ups. Yeah, it was still close. It, I, it, it, it see. There's things um, like the way we were shooting. We were shooting a lot of singles on purpose instead of over the shoulders because there's different meanings to these things. Like a single, you feel like you're in the shoot. You know what I mean? Like when you're watching the movie, if you're watching. Um, a single, which is just of one person and nothing else, instead of an over-the-shoulder, which is over someone's shoulder of the yeah. actor, you have a different feeling. When you're over someone's shoulder, you feel like you're watching the scene from, from like, a pers- perspective, like a, an audience member. But when you're in a single and you're just looking at a person, you feel like you're in the movie. And so we what we tried to do was, uh, for a lot of, like, the personal stuff and all, like, a lot of, like, the more emotional whether that be like mentally or physically to make them all singles because it's you want to be you know what i mean you're trying to be invested in the story and like yeah for throwing in over the shoulders you're gonna definitely fall out of it um and i think i might end up doing it for the rest of the shoot obviously we haven't got into this yet but we there's stuff we still have to do um but uh yeah, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm very, I'm very happy with the stuff that we did get, um, and I'm, I'm excited for the stuff that we still need to shoot. For the fact that um, I got a rally of people on my side to help me, good. so we're gonna have, we're gonna be getting stuff done really fast this time around good, as well. Good. Um, yeah. How, how do you handle reshoots, honestly? Because I mean, I'm sure you weren't expecting this, but now that it's right. happening, I mean, yeah. you know, how, how, so, how, do you, how do you handle that? What do you, what do you do to keep the I mean, we're about to get back to it in a month, so it's like, right. how do we yeah. how do we keep the same intensity that we had two, you know, three four days ago? It's gonna be difficult, honestly. I'm I'm, I'm trying to figure it out myself. The more I'm like, obviously, it's only been a couple a day, whatever, yeah. since we shot day or two. Um, I mean, I'm gonna definitely try to think of something during over break, but um, I mean. It's frustrating, it really is, but at the same time, I need to think, I'm thinking of it in positives, and thinking of the fact that, okay, I'm getting, like, one of my, like, the kid the kid in my class who's, like, an amazing gaffer is gonna yeah. be here, Okay. and so I'm very excited for that, because he works super fast, and we work really well together, and so, like, knowing that he's gonna be there, it's just gonna be, like, boom, 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 getting lights set up, done, they're done, and, uh, huh? No, a different person. Um, and so I'm. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I'm. It's. It's annoying. Um, so basically, what happened is we we haven't gone to this yet. Um, first night we were doing everything, um, and then we kind of uh, realized we didn't have the right location to shoot the last scene that we had to shoot of the night. And so, and that was no big deal. We just moved it to Sunday. We had a different location that had a hallway that we were going to shoot in, and we're like, cool. We'll just do it then. No big deal. We have time in that day anyways. Um, so then we're finished with day one. And we all, you know, everyone goes home, goes to bed at 6 a.m. Um, next day, we wake up. Everything's good. Just kind of hanging out, getting ready to leave. In, like, probably 10 minutes before I'm about to walk out the door. Or, no, I'm literally walking out the door. Like, I have my shoes on. I'm getting ready to leave. And Carly... Carly is Carly was here at my place and she was like uh, one of the actors just texted me and said that um, he never got a call sheet and that uh, he knew we were supposed to film today but now he can't go for some reason and so I was like I was like what like what do you like I don't I don't even know um, I was like I don't know how that's possible first of all 
And so then I like I was like, okay, well, Bunny, did you send the call sheet? And she was like, yes, one hundred percent, I sent it. And then she was like, here, look. And I was like, okay, right, you did. Um, and you know, I was trying to think of something. And we were shooting that day. We were shooting the hospital scene, and that's like the big scene. It's a big scene. It's the scene. It's like it's it's the scene of the entire film. Honestly, if I was to shoot, if I wasn't able to shoot anything but the hospital scene, I you know like you know what I mean like yeah. So. And so I was very frustrated, and I was like, "Okay, well, the the actor who's playing the dad is not able to come, and that's a yeah. crazy, you know, big thing." And so I'm sitting here, and, and I'm getting calls. I'm getting calls from my producer. I'm getting calls from my assistant director. You know, they're all calling back and forth. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure things out, and then uh, another one of the crew members is like, "Oh, why don't you try doing this?" And I'm like, "I'm like, I can't. I'm like, that's not going to happen." I'm like. Someone's like, well, why don't you make? Why don't you change the whole scene, and why don't you shoot it so that it's just Cooper's perspective, and then you don't shoot him? And I'm like, I get that, cool. I like the idea for something to fix it, but you don't understand the entire film leading up to that scene is talking about this person, talking about the person who's dead, your dad, your dad, your dad, and then to us, for us to finally get a scene that he's in and he's not there. You know what I, like the scene builds up for you to see him at the end of the movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's the whole purpose of that scene. Yeah. And it's a big character thing. You you finally get to see what Ryan Ryan's relationships like with his dad after hearing all these things about it. You know what I mean? And yeah. so uh, hearing that, I was like, "There's no way I could do this." I'm like, "I can't." I'm like, "I'm I'm not gonna shoot that." And then people are like, "Well, I have some friends we can recast." And so I was like, "I was like, okay, well, we have a shoot in about 15 minutes." Yeah, got him in 15. I was like, <laughs> this is a three-page scene, roughly. It's about three pages. Yeah. Jason has 11 lines of dialogue, and I'm shooting this in one take, usually. I'm like, there is no way. I was literally, I, I've never been so mad, and I like, I'm, I felt so bad, but I was literally on the phone screaming at Dimitri, my producer. I was like, I don't think you understand... Like, literally, there's no way I'm going to get... I literally was like, there's no way I can get a fucking actor to memorize 11 <laughs> lines in 15 minutes. Unless he's me. Like, literally, yeah. I screamed on the phone, and then I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I, I, was like, I didn't mean to get angry. I was yeah. just like, I'm frustrated. <laughs> um, and so I was like, honestly, I'm like, there's nothing... I, I really... I'm like, I don't want to... I'd prefer... And at this point, that was the only scene we would have to reshoot, right? It, that was it because that character is only needed in that scene so that's fine we can just if we had to we could have just reshot that one scene and we could do it one night when we come back in the break and so I was like that's fine that's a three hour thing we can easily do that um, but I, you know I felt bad still and so I was at home and I was I was kind of trying to figure everything out and I was like you know I was still talking to people and at that point everyone was at on set it was probably like we had call time was what 9? 9.30? it was 9.30 and I didn't get there until 10, but my assistant director and everyone else was already there. And I had told, I literally called my assistant director and I said, I'm going to be there at 10 o'clock, gather everyone and tell them that I'm going to be there soon, but tell them what happened. So I'm like, I, I literally said this to like three different people. It wasn't, I, it's not like I just said it to one person. And about five minutes later... I get a text from one of my crew members and he's like, love you, brother. And I was like, okay, I assume he just knows what's happening. And then I get another text from, uh, or no, I call, Dimitri calls me. I'm in my Uber on the way to location, right? To see you guys and say sorry and then let you guys go. And uh, Dimitri calls me, whatever, and I'm on the phone and he's like, uh, so you're not coming, right? 
And I was like, what do you mean? I'm literally, he, he was like, buddy told me you weren't coming. And I was like, I'm like, what the fuck did you, like literally in the Uber. I'm like, I'm so angry at this point. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm like, I, I'm like, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like to the Uber driver. I was like, I got angry and like screamed in the car I for a second. Angry. I got angry. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, I literally said I was coming. And so I guess, uh, I guess she had said something like, I don't know what she, she chose her wording really bad and said, basically I wasn't coming and and I guess the other two other people were saying how it made me sound not like a dick, and I was like, "Fuck!" I'm like, I'm like, this is like the opposite of what I told them to say, and so I was super frustrated when I got there, and I was just like, I was like, "Sorry guys, you can all go," and then whatever. Next day comes around, uh, we get to location. It's super nice. I love it. it was great, great location. Great location. Holy crap! Um, I didn't even know where I was. Ha- I was like, "This is oh yeah." I feel like I was on the set of Poltergeist and ET. Yeah, and then so we started shooting. Everything was good. But every five minutes, Bunny kept telling me, oh, hey, our actor playing the stepdad, haven't, got, haven't heard from him. He isn't saying anything. We had some daddy issues on this set. Yeah, clearly. Um, and I was like, okay. Uh, I was like, well, just keep calling him. Let me know. Because his call time was roughly around the same time as yours. And so I was like, whatever. Let's just get this stuff done. And I'm like, we're just going to pretend like everything is good and everything yeah. is normal. Nothing is going to yeah. happen. And so that's what I did, and I was like, all right, let's just get this scene done, let's work on it, and then I was like, cool, got it done, and then Bunny was like, I can't, he's not answering me, completely ghosted us. This guy completely just ignored everyone's calls, everyone's emails, every department. This isn't like, like literally everyone. After he has had conversations with the PD department about costume, after he's had conversations with me about specific days that the shoot was happening, and everything, completely ghosted us, and... um. So I, I told Bunny, I was like, okay, we need to gather everyone. And I, I literally was, like, freaking out because I'm like, okay, I'm like, this is bigger than what yesterday was. Because not only can he not, not only did he ghost us and we can't shoot the other, the big scene we had to shoot that night, we also can't do anything the next day because he's in every single scene and every single shot in tomorrow's shoot. And so we had to, so I, I was like, okay, well, I don't know what we can do. And I was like, the same thing goes. I'm not trying to get a random actor. And sh- I'm like, this means a lot to me. I'm not going to get some random actor to fill in. And then, you know what I mean? And then yeah. it turns out to, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I'd rather wait and come back and reshoot time and make sure I have a good actor who I enjoy and fits the role, in my opinion, and then reshoot it. Because I want this film to be the best it can be. And you know what I mean? And so I'm like... I was super frustrated, and but I mean, it's what we had to do. There's nothing else that could have been done. Everyone tried their best. Everyone did their best, especially on set. Um, but I mean, we got some stuff done. Um, obviously, there's some that we still have like a couple scenes we need to reshoot or go shoot. Uh, <clears throat> but it was really good. I mean, we'll obviously have more to talk about in a while. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I think. I don't know. This is definitely like my biggest act acting, yikes. My biggest directing yeah. project so far technically. It's my longest one. It's pro- this one's probably going to run 15 minutes basically to the like to the limit. Yeah. Um which is yeah, we have 10 to 15 minutes. Mine's probably going to be on 15 minute mark. Nice. Um but I kind of want that. I want a slower more, you know, I want you to really feel what's going on in the film and really get the emotions of everything. And so it's kind of why, especially we had talked about, you know, I want you, I was having you, the first scene that we shot, probably about two minutes longer than the actual, like the actual thing itself on the script is like half a page. 
and yeah the, the one that we recorded was like i think four minutes long or something i was looking at one of the takes and so where i come in the room yeah that oh, first scene's wow. like four minutes long wow right. and so i was like all right i'm like i like that though i'm like i, I really I, it's gonna be good and i i think there's gonna definitely be a bunch of different cuts though because i'm probably gonna have to do a cut that's knife a cut that's under 15 and then i'll probably have my own director's cut the next Schofield. Yeah, exactly. But I'm excited for that one. That one will be good. Well, I'm excited to hear about... Well, I mean, I'm going to be in it. So, You're like, I'm, I'm excited to talk more about the outcome of this project next month. Yeah. So, we'll get back to that. Stay tuned. Stay um, tuned. In January to hear more about this. But uh, even though we did not shoot that night... Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> A uh, little good came out of it. Got uh, got to go see a special screening of Uncut Gems with yes. Adam Sandler. So uh, tune in right now, everybody. Me and Ben are going to do a little review and of also, Castle Rock and Uncut Gems. Before I cut, because I am editing this. Before I cut to that, just know I probably you probably hear me in the background. I was doing some party preparation. We recorded. They recorded this segment like twenty minutes before everyone came. For and a holiday so, party. For a holiday party, right. And so I was kind of getting everything ready and I was making some things. Um, and so I was kind of, you'll probably hear me in the background doing stuff. And then my phone at one point goes off on the on the Amazon Echo. It, it was a mess, but... But you anyways, get your reviews. Yeah, there's two reviews there. Sorry, I'm not a part of it, but you probably are. You're probably, you don't care. All right, Ben. When this comes out, you're going to be in Boston. Yes. Are you excited? Are you excited? I am excited. Ben's Holiday here, everybody. Season. Happy holidays, everybody. Um, stay safe. We thought we'd take the time, since we shot this earlier, uh-huh. for Ben and I to talk about our. We we just finished what Castle Rock, Castle and, Rock we and we saw Gems. Uncut Gems. So we're going to do a little quick review of Castle Rock and Uncut Gems. What do you yes. want? Let's lead so, off with Castle Rock. Uh, we'll get off with Castle Rock. Are we, are we going to go spoilers? It's been out for Definitely a, spoilers. A All right, this is a spoiler alert. If you haven't watched the show, make sure you do that. And I guess <laughs> we now it's safe to say if you haven't seen season one, don't start season two. Yes. We didn't know that in the beginning, and they really crept that up on us, huh? You, yeah, usually in anthology shows, uh, the second season, I'm like, oh, I could watch this season first. Yeah. Or I could, you know, I could just watch it. But no, once you get down to the end, it's like, I, I don't understand that shot or i don't understand this but um yeah so let's do a little let's recap the finale and then let's do all season as a whole i guess yeah so the finale i mean i mean let's start at the end of episode seven because i guess that's where the whole finale kind of like starts yeah that yeah builds yeah into it with uh them bringing bill Skarsgård back yes uh, at what point did you know it was him did you know like it was the statue or you told me something crazy because me and ben have been having a race to the finale uh, yeah, this we these entire last 10 weeks and um you told me something crazy would happen you'd be like did you watch the episode and i was like no i haven't watched it yet and so when they kind of reveal that statue i knew something was going on and there was so many vibes of season one yeah. at that rock um with everything i was like Maybe it's who I think it is. I didn't even get spoiled, but the, if you look at the statue, you could just tell it's this. Yeah. It's got big eyes. That's Bill Skarsgård's eyes. The cage early in the episode, and even in the, yes. in the preview, you know how they do the, like the recap at the beginning of the episode. They that flashback, the girl in the forest, that was from season one. That's right. So uh, yeah, I could tell. It, it, there it was. You know, it's Bill Skarsgård. I don't. I still don't really understand. Even after watching the season, I understand he's some kind of god, but. He yeah, wasn't a god in. I need to. You'll need to recap season one after this Absolutely. because it's it's so out of the blue and it, I kind of forgot. I, I forgot what really happened. I was like, who's? 
whatever. And but, unless, uh, uh, the season finale, I mean, uh, I don't know how I feel about it because I feel like everything happened in the first 12 minutes. Yeah, so basically Castle Rock ends, yeah, 15 minutes into the finale because we mm-hmm. do this whole two episode, two and a half episode of, yep, of, of rolling up to they're, they're looking. They're looking for Bill, the angel, and only one person might know where he is. It's kind of like the first three, no, the first like five episodes are, hey, this is misery, and yep. here's the misery backstory. And then we get into Salem's Lot, like 100% Salem's yeah. Lot for these two episodes. So once that ends, basically Castle Rock and the Salem's Lot ends, and we get the rest of Misery. And they end the actual it. Castle Rock story in the town. What happened in the town, what you see in the town with all the New Jerusalem people. Yeah. That didn't have an ending. No, it didn't. It and didn't. you forget no. that. You, you, you forget you know, that the he guy... He gets stabbed in the back, mm-hmm. and he gets up, and then we don't see him anymore. Yeah. And then it's just back to Annie Wilkes and her daughter. So how do you feel that they took it out of Castle Rock halfway through the episode well, and didn't come back to it? Well, obviously. you know, like you know, I wanted it. I wanted closure on that side of things, you know, of like Castle Rock and you know what's Bill because it looked like Bill was about to show up. He was on top of the cliff, you know, and it looks like he was about to come and fuck shit up i guess and yeah then he just disappears and you exactly. don't see him again so Which, then once it did get out of castle rock i didn't believe that was going to stay out of castle rock i thought it was going to turn back and it seemed like there was a few subtle hints that made it seem like it could turn back one at the gas station yeah. the missing poster of henry deaver that was a good plant andre holland's henry deaver yep and from season one again yeah and then you think, all right, maybe the daughter turned bad, and she, she did actually turn at sunset, which plays into how it ends. But yeah, wherever he it, goes, it didn't. It didn't go back to Castle Rock. I'm surprised that they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, exactly. And then, although it was it was totally separate, and it was kind of like, all right, uh, what did you think of this ending to Misery? Well, I guess the beginning. The beginning of Misery. Of misery. I like I like how they ended Annie Wilkes. I will yeah. say that. That was a good ending for her. Exactly. Good ending for the season, though. I don't know. I wanted more. But I know... Same with the last season. Not, I was like, what? They're not done with it. They There's really no way. What they did a good job of, they did a good job of closing out Annie Wilkes. So, 100% no, she's not coming back. She's done. Yeah, There's no, no I way. think we're done. We know what happens to her next. It gets into misery. We know what happens to her next. Yeah. Everyone else, though, we still have everyone else. And, you know, they're going to tie it in somehow just because that's what they love to do. What as season as a whole? What what would you think? Better, worse, or the same as season one? Well, I mean, I don't know if it can top season one, but it definitely made a run for it. Yeah. Um, I think both seasons are really good, and I think it's a great show and one of yeah. the best shows on TV. What do you think of it? I had a tough time with the supporting characters throughout the season. Yeah. I had a tough time with the Salem's a lot. I'm not a huge. First off, I don't know much about Salem's Lot, so that that's probably part of the problem. And I didn't. I when I walked into it, I thought it was just going to be a misery meets Castle Rock story. So mm-hmm. this whole Salem's Lot kind of confused me for the first few episodes. But um, you know, the backstory to Annie Wilkes, that episode with the mom, and that, that whole incredible. little story that arc. Was a great I, I wish it went. I wish 
it went a little longer. I mean, it was quick and it worked fine. But uh, I, if we could have chopped down some Salem's Lot and threw a little more of that development and maybe something else into it, because I thought they were leaning towards it at one point with Derry. Yeah, they did. So no, because they did. That. He did bring up in episode three. He's just like, "Where you been, Derry?" And then it's just like, "Ooh, maybe." And we've all been waiting. I mean, ever since the post-credit scenes in season one, we've been expecting The Shining. With the Overlook Hotel, Again, I, I think with Doctor Sleep this year, I don't think they right, would. Yeah. Next year, though, I would expect it next year. It, yeah, it could be. I'll get to that in a second. But uh, but you know, I I didn't really love the whole Tim Robbins. I like I I was waiting for Tim Robbins to do something up into the end. He did. He did do something was, obviously, was but I was just like end. sometimes he wasn't in an episode, and I was like he could be such a key. Or I mean, he's got so much uh, you know background with Stephen King. Like there's got to be something big about him. I, I just didn't feel like. His character was there. I didn't. It was really just Annie Wilkes for me, and sometimes she wasn't even in the, uh, in most of the episode, and it was centraled on uh, Abdi or Nadia, and yeah. and I wasn't a fan of the guy who played the Salem's. It was originally Garrett Hedlund, but it was Paul Sparks this time. I was. I just didn't have fun with that guy. I like. I did. I wasn't excited to see his character. I was like, he got killed in the first episode, and it just. I don't, I don't know. That that's what ticked me off about this season. Well, the, the, here's the thing about this. Season. I, I mean, I do like season one better now that I think about it, because I season one every episode from one to 10 you're hooked on it yeah i didn't get hooked on this until episode five yeah it was yeah exactly was and that was a flashback episode yeah. so that and that just brings in one storyline they, they know how to do that those that's for sure they they've done some great there were some episodes. some huge oh shit moments though mm. like every episode it'd be like those uh the, the ice cream scoop ice cream scooper the in the eyes even what, in the end what happened the, with the eyes the eye, yeah and then even in yeah. the last episode they show the ice cream scoop and it's like don't even fucking do it again they do a good job of like mirroring shots and kind of showing callbacks and foreshadows especially to misery and everything so do you think all right, in the end do you think that the daughter was really her daughter yeah yeah i think so because then why was she drawing in the notebook? Um, drowning the... the... The drawing Bill Skarsgård in the notebook. The angel. Well, oh, yeah. That's what, like... Because, like, in the end, like, as soon as, like, they made her look different in the beginning scenes, yeah. I was like, all right, she's not her. But then, like, once she did and she read the letter, I was like, all right, now I don't know what the fuck is real and what is fake. Yeah. So... Exactly. So where does Castle Rock go from this? Exactly. Because, yes. I mean, the town did get normal right in the end, but, like, still, there's some... Well, we don't know what happened in the town, because it, it cut to a week later. We don't know if the town's normal. I know everybody snapped out of the trance, but you know that Ace is still alive. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to Bill. You know, he's still kind of sticking around. He disappeared. I don't think he's He'll be forget. back. He's going to be the... I think the whole dimension thing with Castle Lake, I think that's real. I think he's just crossing over from somewhere. Yeah, it just didn't seem... He seems like a different guy in every timeline he's in. Yeah. He's going to be the backbone of the series. Um, out of 10, what would you give it? Out of 10. Um, or 5. We do 5 now. We'll go 5. I'll give it a 4.3. I give it like a 3. 3.5 out of 5. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll. I'd have to watch it. I need to watch season one. I think that'll help me understand it a bit better. I mean, season one. I, and I, I love the so character great. so much more in season one. Well, that's why I was excited that we're not done with them. I don't think exactly. we're done with them. I, well, so, I, think, I think the master plan is, all right, they're going to have a few seasons. Yeah, next season we'll get a new cast, tie it in a little bit. The season after that, new cast, tie it in a little bit. And then, like, the last season that they do, it's going to tie all of them together. I think they're working on at least five seasons. I think that was I, I their think, plan. I think, like, that. that's a good plan. Like, season five... Like you get 
all of them together, and it's all part of this master plan. It's what like story fun. would you want to see next season? I, I do want to see um, The Shining. The Shining would be good, and they kind of talked about Stand By Me already, but and we've already seen Shawshank and... I mean, Stand By Me is... Uh, is really I, minor. They plan it. They Dairy plan could be cool if they do. In, um bring that into the story but the, they've planted all of it i mean they they have if you go on their twitter every week they have recaps of easter easter eggs and oh okay what yeah whatnot and it's always just like yeah so like in the in the last scene of episode seven there was a ton in that in that parade alone like yeah. they had the the what is it the prom queen or something oh for carrie yeah i okay, i need to have, look harder you have the the kid holding the balloon, which is supposed to represent it. It. You bring up Carrie. I would like to see a Carrie type character. I think. I think that would be a good character. Good one. I mean, to they, uh, support or at least lead a series. But they used, they used uh, Sissy Spacek last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was well, she. I mean, she she wasn't play playing like her. her but like, you no, know, you they, know they what? Do, like, Not Carrie. They should. They should have Carrie's mother play a character. Mm. That would see. That would be an interesting arc. Well, they're, that, using, that they're using all the all, crazy. They're recycling all these characters, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. And that's what I like about the show. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Um, let's move on to Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. What do you think? I think we had a lot to talk about on this one. Um, uh, spoilers and no spoilers. Uh, I think it's too new. Half, half and half. half and Definitely half. not the end. I mean, we, not the end. But um, I, I think I raised my expectations a little too high for this one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I. It was it was a cool movie. It it was really trippy. I I I was kind of like I I could see you in the side of my my eyesight when we were watching that when they were doing the uh, the little gem. We were just going to the gem. Yeah. I was like, are you tripping out right now? Like I'm like I was tripping out. I was also so fucking tired that yeah. I was like also like half tripping, half falling asleep. <laughs> I was like like here we go. I was like they're kind of it was kind of transfixing, and I I don't think I blinked the entire movie. It kept me intrigued, but I felt like it just fell flat for me somewhere. I think with uh, some of the characters, the arcs, and uh, and just the story, I was kind of I, I was expecting something a little more high octane, but yeah. it was kind of just okay. I mean, cool. up until the end, it kind of it was like a one of those you know just it was like a plane just came out of nowhere and just went right off the ground. Definitely. I mean, I didn't I actually really liked it up until a certain point. I mean, and the thing is, I didn't really like the characters all that much. Like, I didn't. I wasn't rooting for anybody. I wasn't necessarily rooting for him at any point. Yeah, his character is more of an anti-hero. And I guess the girl. I mean, she's like innocent, and she's kind of getting fucked over the whole movie. Yeah, Um, but but, you know, like the he's a douchebag. You know, like yeah. So it's hard to root for a guy. It's hard to root for him. That's doing all. And even with that, the ending fucking sucked. Like, I feel like it's different for a lot of people. I w- yeah. What do you think about the ending? I Without hate spoilers, it. like I think that it ruined the whole movie. Yeah, I think. I I just was that it was brings abrupt. my rating Ray Dunn. Yeah, like just because they just didn't do it right. I don't I don't I don't know what they were supposed to do or what they should have done. They just didn't they didn't do it right. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, the cinematography was good. Kevin Garnett was pretty good. That's good. No, he he impressed me. I liked seeing him, and it was cool to see him and. You know, watched him growing up, and I mean, he was playing himself, so he's, yeah, he's pretty good at that. But you know, he had some good moments. That, that uh, conversation they had towards the end that was that was a good scene. The thing is, like, the thing is with Adam Sandler is he he did a good job with his role, really good job. But 
like again like you get some laughs where you're not supposed yeah, you're to get that. laughs because because of what he's done before so it's like weird to take a step it was good for him to take that step but you know it's hard to take that step and it really I could showed see when you got the people in that theater yeah you know, making I, laughing about things. i could see him making that leap with his character i think he did a lot of good work and the physicality and just everything about him was was a little bit different i mean there you know I, for me i mean i always think that somebody brings a little bit of themselves to their roles and it's especially with a face it's hard mm-hmm. um but I, I I would like to see him keep doing this kind of stuff. I hear he's doing Murder Mystery too. Like, okay, that's fun. And the first one was a fun movie. But uh, I mean, if he's gonna step into this role, I think he should take it a little further and yeah. keep working on I mean, it. I think people need to get used to Rain it. Rain from Nick's iPhone. And um, that's um, that's Nick and yes, um, his. and then I was uh, like. I the people are saying it's Oscar it's the best performance of the year. Like I've heard a few people say it, including Brad Pitt has even said it's the best performance of the year. I think it's good. I, I think it's good. That. And it kept me it made me like the movie a, a lot more. But you gotta look at the contenders that it's up to. And we're gonna be talking about this by January when we come back from, from the holiday break. But uh I mean, you're up against Joaquin Phoenix, Christian Bale. I for the Golden Globes at least right now. Yeah. Which he unfortunately didn't get nominated, but I you know, I, I, again, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's too much competition. There's a lot the of competition. I, mean, I wouldn't it's, mind him getting nominated. I think he deserves that much. Yeah. I, I don't. I wouldn't say he's gonna win. Yeah. I think. I mean, I, I, I'm so locked on to Joaquin Phoenix this year. It's ridiculous. But I really like. Did you see Marriage Story yet? Uh, We're gonna did, really, Yeah. I feel, yeah. It's, I, I really liked Adam Driver. For me, you think he's a main? Yeah. He, he'd be the lead actor. Yeah. yeah. He got nominated for a Gold Globe. Yeah. Um. By that. What about Scar? Is she is she also a main? Would also, that be like a, yeah, she's also like a the two? lead actress. Yeah. I, I think both of them. I don't know if they've secured their spots as the I, winners, but close. the Golden Globes might tell you something. But I re- I, I really no, like their performances. They, they were really great in that movie, but I mean, just like the body work that Joaquin went <laughs> through and like put that performance on, I think that's just ne- that's what takes it to the next level. Yeah. So Uncut Gems out of five. Out of five, um, honestly, if the ending was different, I would have had it in the low to mid fours. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the ending so much that I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going three two. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a three five. Other than that, there you have it, guys. Ben, have a good trip in Boston. I'll see have you when a, you get back. Bro. Have a good holiday, Coop. Have a good holiday, everyone. Everyone stay safe, but uh, you know, have fun too. All right. And there's my review on Uncut Gems and Castle Rock Season 2. Why does it sound so sad? It was, I mean, they were both sad. sad endings. I'll tell you that right yeah. off the bat. Hey, I will say, too, I watched the Castle Rock finale. I didn't get to talk on it, by the way. I feel yeah, like I'm yeah. sad about that. Um, I don't really care, honestly. I didn't watch the whole season. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I thought uh, it was cool, but uh, you guys talked about it just now. I don't need to. Yeah, exactly. Well, we got a crap ton of movie news, so yeah. let's kick it off with Kill Bill Volume 3. Quentin Tarantino says Kill Bill Volume 3 is definitely in the cards, but we be years away. What do you think about that? I've seen, you know, little fan-made posters of Maya Hawk playing the daughter now because mm-hmm. she's grown up. Right. Uma, Uma Thurman's daughter and, you know, playing the daughter in the movie. I've, I, he had dinner with Uma Thurman, so it's, it could be a thing. What I'm do you excited. think about Quentin Tarantino's final film being a tr- the tr- third in a trilogy? Finishing off a trilogy? Yeah. I, honestly, I think that's the best way to do it. I'd rather him do that than do, 
like Star Trek is his last film. Obviously, that's not gonna. I know. Yeah, yeah. Is he still in talks to do that? By the way, that, there's been nothing about that. But they have another movie moving forward with Noah Hawley, with Fargo, and oh. Legion, uh, with okay. the original cast. So, however, whatever that means. Uh, that's cool. Um, yeah. but no, I'm actually really excited. I love Kill Bill, so I'm really I'm looking forward to that. I don't know when it's gonna be, but he said at least it. three years. So that's fine. I'll wait. He's just I'll, got he's I'll got a, he's got to mop up some Oscars um, and some Golden yeah. Globes and then SAG Awards, and we'll see what what else happens. I don't know how many he's gonna get to be honest it's I mean we were talking about how stacked of a competition everybody's yeah, got in this, crazy. this year's awards know. I'm very excited because like, we'll talk about this um, we're gonna talk about it well here's the thing when we get back. so we haven't said this yet um, but so me I'm leaving in about an hour to go to the airport I'm probably I'm gonna be editing this at the airport while I'm waiting for my flight to go home and I'm gonna be home until January 7th mm-hmm. I'm gonna be gone for a while and then once I get back from Boston, when I get back here, I have I'm gonna be having probably casting the day afterwards, and then after that, the day after that, I have to fly to Seattle for oh, like a week. To and go. I'll be in Vegas. Well, I that th- same yeah. weekend for my birthday. Well, I have to go shoot Carly's film. That's awesome that you're going to Seattle. So I'm going to Seattle. No, I'll be there for like a week, and not like three days. I'll yeah. be there from like I don't know, but I'll be there for a good couple days. I'm really excited, honestly. What's awesome? Um, so the podcast, I don't know what we're going to do. Me and Coop might try to do some like phone call podcast while we're on break. Well, I'm, I'm on the down. phone, movie review. I'm down to I'm do seeing, that. I will be seeing 1917 world premiere tomorrow. Okay. Well, I won't. Well, I'm just excited. Just let me know. You know what you should do? You should take, I'm going to give you one of the headphones over break. I'm just going to take it. Right. And then I'm going to take one with me. That way we can try to do something over break for this. We can do a podcast somehow. That sounds great. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. I'm down. Okay. Um, but anyway, so just know that there's probably not going to be that many podcasts for the next month, honestly. Not, I hate that. But stay tuned for movie but stay reviews. Tuned, we'll yeah. probably do some some short movie reviews. But yeah, if, we'll, if we can't get podcasts out, I'll tr- we'll try to get... Cooper might throw some movie reviews out there. Get some like 20-minute podcasts, whatever. Welcome to Coop Guy Hollywood. Coop Guy Hollywood. <laughs> anyway, here's what we got next. RC Yates... What was uh, Archie Yates, the uh, actor. Oh, he's okay. an actor um, in uh, Jojo Rabbit. He's he's the little best friend. He's oh yeah, 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 yeah. Ellie Kemper from The Office and Rob Delaney from Deadpool Two. Actually, most recently, I forget what his other catastrophe. Uh, he plays he plays what's the in Deadpool Two? He plays uh, Peter, the the guy, the really normal guy that joins the X Force. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Guy. the dude that has the bear. I don't know if it's a bear. Uh, the the teddy like the thing that gets like. You he's he's not about? a superhero. That, okay, it, but is he the one who has like anger issues? No, no, he's just oh. the the normal guy. He's well, only gets shot, but then gets protected. He, by yeah, the yeah, he dies just oh, suddenly. He does die? I, he's okay. he's funny. Whatever. They just all got cast in this Home Alone movie. <coughs> in a I'm sorry, Home I Alone. You, yeah, thank you. Home Alone. One more time. Cast in a Home Alone reboot. Uh, okay, sorry. I with Disney Plus, uh, Archie Yates will not play Kevin McAllister. Uh, he'll play another child left at oh, home. Oh, what? His parents are away for the holidays. Wait, 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 I thought he was playing. But who's playing Kevin? There's no Kevin. This is just Home Alone. Oh, with a so new kid. he's he's the new kid. He's the new kid. Okay, I thought it was like there is a Kevin. He's playing the like the no. Friend. Well, he's playing you know the Kevin, but it's not right. Kevin. No, I, yeah, it's like Home Alone three. So, what are your thoughts on this cast? And what are your thoughts on a Disney Plus movie? We've Seeing multiple Disney Plus movies come out on Disney Plus, yeah, I mean they're not great, yeah. but uh, they're they're fun. Uh, are you excited to see? A well, Home here's Alone the thing: if they do stuff like the original, like if the trap, here's the thing: Home Alone is about the traps, right? Yes. The first two movies are good because the traps are really good, and like it's just you know a good cast. You got Joe Pesci, of course, he's great. Macaulay Culkin, cool, great kid actor. 
when you jump and you start doing other things and you get to three and four and five, is there a five? There is no. Okay, when you get to three and four, uh, Scarlett Johansson, and you start using you know the electronics and everything, that yeah. really. That's not this. It's not Home Alone anymore. It's a different movie. It, like, I, it's obviously Home Alone, but it's a different style, and I don't think people like that. So I think it depends what they do. It I'm depends excited to see how they take it. This is a different generation, so a lot of things can happen. Right. For this kid now, and I think they are going to do a really good job of. But if it's like too, that. but if they do it like it's way too much, like on, too many trends could be a yeah, problem. Yeah, that's, that's what think, I'm saying. Because it's a Disney Plus thing, they're gonna they love their trends because they know it's people yeah. like. I'm, they, I don't know if there's any actor or writers or directors attached yet, but who knows? We'll, we'll see. I'm excited. I'll watch it. I want your take on the new Black Widow trailer that came out uh, a couple weeks ago. What, what do you what do you think about that one? Uh, we got David Harbour. We've got. Um, I think it's really good. I think it's better than the Wonder Woman trailer for sure. Oh yeah! That uh, wow, wow! That Wonder Woman trailer makes me angry. Like I don't even like. I'm not. Trying I like, to, like '80s movies. I will go see right. it because I like cool. the '80s. I'm not a huge fan of these DC movies. They really Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad is gonna turn me around. I mean, and Birds of Prey has to do something too. But like, dude, I can't get over. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go to Wonder Woman really quick before I answer you. Wonder Woman trailer is so goddamn bad. That trailer. She literally is swinging with her lasso, her golden lasso, with lightning bolts. How does she do that? Is there a character... Where, where has she ever done that before? Why is she all of a sudden Spider-Man? I think that might be in the comics. How? How does someone do that? I don't know. It's just dumb. It looks stupid. It looks really bad. It, the CGI looks horrible for her lasso because it can't be real. Yeah. So I'm just it, it bothers me. But go, what But was, Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow. What are you what are your thoughts? David Harbour, that's awesome. I he like looks that great. He looks great. Yeah. He's he's spending a lot of time in uh is it set in Russia? I forget where I think she's so. or something she, like that, right? He hey, this is see it's to, he's mm-hmm. he you know, cuz Hopper's going to be in Hopper's Russia. In season Hopper's 100% Russia right now. Well, he's 100% in the show anyways. Did you oh, see yeah. the picture season of four? his truck on set? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming back. Yeah, 100%. I mean like you're stupid if you think he's not. He's gonna come back with a Russian accent because they would have sh- they would have showed his dead body if he actually died. They would have showed, showed his dust. I'm just making a joke know, about I'm his sorry. accent I'm and just... how Russia and America and how he's Hopper. I get it. No, you're fine. And Hopper's alive. Yeah, Hopper's anyway, alive. his character looks great. I think the accents are actually a lot of fun. I, I'm usually that kind of stuff. Kind of you know, I get out of it, but I actually think Florence Pugh sounds really good, and she looks really good in her character and. Scarlett Johansson's awesome. I think this is going to be really action-packed. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see who Taskmaster is, the, the bad guy. The guy with the arrow? Do you know yeah, what my, yeah, yeah. Here's my Here's my theory. I think it's Hawkeye. Yeah? I, no, nobody has been... It's not like this person plays this. Mm-hmm. I think it's Hawkeye because there's two timelines in this movie. Ugh. So. I like Hawkeye, but like... I'm down. I love Hawkeye. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, I'm totally down. I'm down. To see that relationship yeah. in a flashback. I'm just really excited. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, it might be the last Marvel movie I ever see. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't really know how Marvel's going. What does that mean? I, I'm not super excited. Like, like Endgame ended it for me. Well, that's know? the thing. And, I, I, and Black Widow is still a part of that. Superheroes are slowly... I, I personally think superheroes are starting to slowly go away. Yeah, but, they're, but they're also increasing they're, so much. Well, that's the thing is they're always going to be there, but at the same time, it's kind of. But I, there aren't many movies out right now. But like, I don't know. I think the the genre of what people like are kind of, is kind of switching right now. It seems like it. Yeah. What do you I, think it's switching to? 
I don't know. I feel like more dramas, like like um, Independent Film Story. Yeah. Oh, great movie. Oh, great film. I was we like, what, what, what are we reviewing here later in right. a second? Well, we have to do it soon. Yeah, I we, still we do. Leave for my yes, plan. exactly. Uh, well, Matrix Four and John Wick Four are set to release on the same day in 2021. Yes, they are. Uh, who wins? Uh, what's his name? Keanu Reeves. I almost said Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Kanye West double feature. <laughs> I love that. I'm I'm excited for yeah, both of those I'm, movies. Uh, yeah, double too. feature 2021. We're going. Um, we are. That's oh yeah, hundred percent. That's that's about. Uh, we'll have to do a Matrix like rerun and then go watch it. Yeah, I'm down. Well, that's about uh, about it on the um, what do we call it? The movie news section. Uh, and yeah, so we've got Marriage Story. Yeah, Marriage Story. What other movies have we seen that we need to review? Uh, I'll be honest, I don't think I've seen that many. I've recently. seen a I've few. Uh, so busy. Knives Out. Mm, I still haven't seen that yet. I need. To. You haven't seen Knives Out. Let's yet, talk about Marriage Story. Well, we're talking Marriage Here, Story. I'm gonna when I go home, I'm seeing a bunch of movies. I'm Good. gonna get caught up while I'm home. So it's gonna be movie madness. Right. I'm hoping to watch Lighthouse. I still need to watch Parasite. I still need to see. That's it. Um, yeah. Ford v Ferrari. I need to see. There's a lot so, of movies I need to see. But Marriage Story, let's talk about right. that. Marriage Story. Really good. Yeah. I love this movie. I think it's honestly hands down top five of the year. Marriage Story is on Netflix. I 100% recommend it to anybody. Literally uh, anyone. It, I don't care. It's, it's a very are. honest movie. It's really simple. Yeah. Uh, it's really effective. And the writing's great. The production design is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the acting, I think, is the best of the year. Yeah, I agree. Some of the best of the year. I, I think... That Scarlett Johansson has a chance at two um, nominations for an Oscar, maybe to uh, one win at least. Uh, Jojo Rabbit and supporting actress. Right, I think right, she can get double nommed, and I think Adam Driver. Is Those are both awesome. so good performance. Wow, she's had such a good year. Wow. And I think uh, Adam Driver. I, I mean, Walking Phoenix is great. Uh, Christian Bale's in there. Uh, Adam Walking Sandler. Phoenix, I think is gonna. I'm, I'm. I know I shouldn't be saying who's gonna win, but I think he is. Yeah, we'll get. We're gonna. There's have a nothing whole that thing can beat that. that. But Adam Driver does a great job. Right. Uh, yeah. For sure. He needs to be on. It follows a. It's a marriage story, but it's actually about a divorce. Uh, right, yeah. Check it out. I. I love. There's one scene. The big that scene, scene yeah. in the apartment. There, there is just the dialogue is on point. There's no improvisation, uh, improvisation whatsoever. It's completely scripted. It's solely just acting. I think yeah. it's acting at its best. Uh, some of the best I've seen in, in a while. And uh, it's that movie actually. The marriage story is what got me excited for my film. Yeah, I, I thought it, it yeah. kind of prepared me for it too, just because of the emotional. Uh-huh. It's it's so crazy and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I love every character. Ray Liotta's great. The Lord only great. my only problem with the film, there's one scene that I'm like, I, I just the fact that we didn't get anything after it. Uh, I'm gonna spoil this one scene. It's not a spoiler really, but kind of. So if you want to just skip like 30 seconds, uh, when he is doing you know his knife trick that he has. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And he slits his wrist. On it. <laughs> but then nothing happens, and then he he wraps it up. I was like. What, we're just gonna pretend like that didn't happen. I I think there's a deeper meaning to that. Oh, I think so too. 100%. There is. I think I think it, that shows kind of a man. I mean, he he's been doing this his whole life. Right. Yeah. And he, something just different happened out of the blue, and yeah. he didn't see it coming. So it's a real metaphor for it. He, right. Everything that's going on in his world. I just the fact and he it, was it's like, a little bit comedic. As he was well. just bleeding so much, and then he he's trying like, to hold everything together, and he can't. Mm. That's basically what that meant. And the part where he's on the ground and he rolls over, and his son walks by him and like drips milk next to him on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, bro, that's yeah. crazy. Uh, I think it's. I, I'm still. Bringing out my top ten of the year, I'm a, it's about coming to a close. But I'm I'm pretty set on some. I I know what my favorite movie of the year is as of today. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll talk about that in a second because yeah. I saw it. And uh, 
But Marriage Story is up there. <coughs> I, I did Marriage Story uh, so a solid place. four out of five. Honestly, I'm going to give it a four point seven. Yeah, probably I, I a little really, higher. Honestly. I really think honestly, it was such a good film. Yeah, I just like I just it's so real and it's so. I don't know. It's just it's such a good film and like. I've had I've recommended this movie to so many people and I've had not a single person tell me they hated it. Like in different people, you know what I yeah. mean? Like my mom to like my grandma or you know what I mean? Like different ages and everyone likes. Yeah, it. Yeah, everybody gets it. And that's the thing, especially I think older people. I, I say older as in like older than me. Yeah. Um, will really appreciate this film because a lot of people have gone through similar things. You know what I mean? Like this is not a lot of people go through divorce. So, it's going to hit home to a lot of people, I think, like, similar situations, and that's why it's, I think, so good. It, it's just very good at connecting you. Yeah. Like, I was super engaged the first time. I watched it two times. I, I'm halfway through my second time. I, yeah. I, I'm liking it even ten times better than right. this next it's time. Just, that's why I'm, I'm at, so I was good. at a four, and now I'm, I'm getting up there, because to yeah. almost a five. What, uh... My favorite movie of the year. My favorite movie. I, I watched this movie just out of the blue. Waves. I didn't even know what it was about. It's called Waves. Yeah. Right? It's by Trey Edward Schultz. Uh, it stars Sterling K. Brown and What's Alexa Dean. I need to see. Um, huh? I still need to see. You that need movie to too. see. I drop everything what is you're it doing. About? Uh, I'll tell I you. Not know? No, I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. Drop everything you're doing. Go see this movie once I tell you about it. And I, I won't spoil anything. You can't do that. It's the play. best movie I've seen in six years. Uh, Why, what was before that? My favorite movie of all time is Wolf of Wall Street, and oh. that was six years ago. I this I, I didn't know what it was. I walked in just knowing it was about life, and it's about people, and I love those kinds of movies, and it made me feel so good. It made you cry and laugh, and uh, it's it's about a it's about this uh, high school kid. He's a wrestler, and he he's constantly getting pushed by his father. He you know he's trying to make his father proud, and he it, we get him on his worst obviously the worst day of his life when he finds out he can't wrestle anymore mm. and he's like but this is my life and and he's his girlfriend he finds out his girlfriend's pregnant and yes. so he's battling he's he's struggling with this is this and, like Aberdeen and he's uh, <laughs> no. sorry well a little but um and he uh, and then he's got his family to worry about and it follows him and it follows his younger sister as well and so there's it's here it is a I want to cut you off really quick this is what I'm saying about the best movies of the year are films like this. This is what I think that, like... Yes. It's the n normal, the everyday life everyone can exactly. relate to. Good, Like, this is what I want. I want more of these films because they're all just so good. Everyone has these stories. Mm. Every single filmmaker has something like this that they can do and make into a story. And I want... I don't know. I just... I Stop giving me your, your shitty, fake, like, little, small, short films. I don't... Like, give me something good. Give me some material. Yeah, like get, get personal. That's like Marriage Story stuff. gets personal. Exactly, this waves gets personal. I I, I loved it so much. I give it a five out of five. Wow. Uh, I, it is one of the best things I've ever seen. The cinematography is so beautiful. I think if it's not that type of you know marketed movie where yeah. it's going to be the Oscar nom, but it, who knows? It could be. And I think I think if there weren't politics or whatever, I don't know how it works. I think that that could win every every slot. I, I've oh. been saying. Here's what I said. There's there's a monologue in there, with Sterling K. Brown to his son, and I just felt my dad talking mm. to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was one of those, and it was beautifully shot, and it was beautifully acted, and it was just it was transfixing. And mm. and uh, I, I I've been saying Brad Pitt should win Best Supporting Actor all all year. I was like Sterling K. Brown should win. That That's, guy mm. that guy is is good. I gotta go see it. It's I'll, it's. I'll, I'll try to see that too. It's a trip. So, yeah, I definitely recommend it. 
But other than that, uh, that's that's about all the movies I got right now. I got 1917 coming soon, and we got Star Wars this yeah, week. Yeah, we have Star Wars too. So yeah, yeah, that's. So I, I do want to try to get. I, I don't know if we'll try to do some sort of like call the three of us and try to get a Star Wars review because that's big. Definitely. I mean, it's a big. It's not like it's just any Star Wars. We've been it's talking like about the this end of an since era. the beginning of our podcast. Right. Yeah. Days, exactly. Yeah. Well, everybody, uh, have a good holiday. If you don't hear from us, uh, <laughs> enjoy your Christmas. You'll hear from us, but you know, enjoy your holiday. Um, <laughs> Nick, you enjoy your plane flight. We gotta get you on that. Yeah, I, I need to leave. I need to go. We'll see you later.